Oh, hello there. Long time no chat. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Namaste Podcast, a podcast dedicated to uplifting the soul, discovering connections between spirituality, mindset, and wealth. I'm Melissa Malati, and it's so nice to be back. I, well, I mean, technically I haven't gone anywhere because uh, I'm sure like everybody listening, I've been at home, you know, quarantined for this whole year. (laughs) However, I have been doing a lot. I just unfortunately have not been giving a lot of time and energy to the podcast. Um, If you hadn't noticed, I did the big old peace out to all social media in August. And so I'm no longer on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. However, I am still on YouTube And that's where I have been doing the Lunchtime Sunshine live streams, as well as regular just YouTube style video content talking about, you know, spiritual stuff, pulling angel cards, all that fun stuff. So if you want to check out my content on YouTube, it's youtube.com slash Melissa Malati. And that is where actually this video series is live. So what you are about to listen to is the first in this new series that I started with Barun Gurain, previous guest on the Namaste podcast. And we started this series called The Seven Essentials to Transform Your Life. It is based off of his book, which is also called that. And and essentially each week we are going through a chapter from his book, just breaking down some of the key ideas and points and just sort of discussing them. This book is very in alignment with everything that I'm all about and what the Namaste podcast is about. And so that's why I have decided to release these videos in audio format. So just to give you an update. So this first this first episode that you're going to listen to, I can I can spit that out there. The first episode that you're going to listen to is a live stream that we did because we initially did start these videos with the intention of making them live and then we just kind of realized that the content like the audio quality just wasn't very good. So Um, It just so happened also that Toronto has gone down into another quarantine, so we can't even meet up anyway. So it just kind of worked out that we have continued doing these videos um, via Zoom chat and then posting them afterwards. So what you are listening to right now is the first in this series, and it is a live stream that we did. And then I will be adding the next two episodes very shortly. And honestly... I have been learning so, so much. I mean, I already read the book before interviewing him for the second time, uh, but I just truly feel that there is so much value in this book that I think every one of you, if you have enjoyed any of my previous episodes, if you enjoyed self-help content and just exploring different ideas to self-improvement, then I think you're really going to enjoy this series. And also Barun is just the most beautiful soul and so grounding and truly just makes me want to be so healthy and well-balanced and just live a grounded, peaceful life. And I'm going to probably talk about this in a solo episode very soon, but um, it's kind of one of the reasons and my inspiration behind leaving social media. And I made a whole video on that on my YouTube channel, and it's actually been getting quite a lot of views, which is pretty cool. I think it's resonating with a lot of people. Um, But anyways, I will talk about that in another episode, but certainly I think this series, this book, 
reaching for books that help remind you to be grounded in, to come back to your roots and do the things that, you know, will make you feel good. Um, all, all of this as a whole contributed towards why I ended up leaving social media. And so anyways, I'm very excited to share this with you all. So the first episode is going to be on breathing life. He is going to walk us through the breath and how important it is to practice different breathing exercises and Man, so much within this chapter. So let's jump into it. Here is the seven essentials to transform your life, part one, entitled Breathing Life. And we're live. Hi, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to our brand new series called The Seven Essentials to Transform Your Life. I'm Melissa Malati. I am the host of the Namsley podcast. And of course, that is where I had the fabulous Barun Garain on the show. And we connected and I just loved his energy. And we decided to get together and create this new show. So I'm so happy to have you here, Varun. So why don't you take it away and introduce yourself? And yeah. Let's... Yes. No, <laughs> thank you very much, Melissa. I think it's fantastic to be back in the studio again. So <laughs> it's, it's fabulous. And it's a beautiful day outside as well. The sun is shining. So. Gorgeous. <laughs> I love it. It's so warm, right? It, it is. It feels like summer again. Yeah. Back, back to summer. Anyway. <laughs> um, so just give you a context as to what this is all about. Uh, as I said before, um, uh, in, in, in the previous episodes, that um, this book that was released, uh, uh, you know, uh, recently. Uh, so that's the book. <laughs> <laughs> the Seven Essentials to Transform Your Life. Yes. This book, you mean your book. <laughs> yes. So um, just to give you some background, um, I am actually an engineer and a scientist. And I've been working in the field of technology for the last 25 years, focusing on bringing new technologies to the resource sector. Now, what I found that technologies actually have been a boon to the humanity. You know, look at the comfort, the convenience, and the ease of living. It's fantastic. You know, it's just great. But unfortunately, Melissa, if you look around, there's so much of stress, depression, and all kinds of health issues, you know, physical, mm-hmm. mental, emotional, which begs the question that technologies are supposed to make our life better, happier, and healthier, yet the opposite seems to be true. Absolutely. So this really intrigued me for a long period of time. And again, what I found that um, in the corporate world, which where I was working for the last 20, 25 years, what I found that many top professionals will be asking the same question. You know, they had a wonderful schooling, education, career. Uh, They made some good wealth for themselves, for the family, yet they're not happy, Mm. they're not fulfilled, and their health is not good either, Mm. even though they say they have been doing all the right things. Mm. In fact, I felt the same for myself as well at that time, you know? Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yes. Well, that Uh, makes sense as to why you were inspired to do Yeah, and then that's when my journey began to really understand why we have all these challenges in our modern mm-hmm. society, despite all the um, technologies, you know, uh, yeah. are supposed to do for us. So that's when my journey began. I traveled across six different continents, worked in various countries, interacted with various professionals, non-professionals, farmers, people on the street, even yogis and monks. Right. To cut the long story short, what I found that um, uh, based on my research and personal experimentation, 
that there are seven key essentials that are fundamental to human living. Mm. If you're not connected with these seven essentials, doesn't matter how rich you are, how famous you are, and how educated you are, it is very unlikely you'll be happy and fulfilled mm. and have a vibrant living. So what I did, I condensed all my research into this book, which uh, Melissa just showed. Uh, <laughs> That's the hardcover. I've, hard I've got the soft cover. It's the one with all the, the post-it notes. <laughs> yeah, it looks like uh, this has been... There's uh, been a lot of highlighting too at some parts, yep. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I condensed my research into this book. Initially, it was supposed to be my notes. Then I realized, why don't I share uh, the findings with everybody else so that you know, everybody can actually get the benefit. Now, what I found that... Um, this book is something which is to re really increase awareness of these seven essentials. And these seven essentials that I have uh, listed in my book are, first is breathing life, or breathing life force. Second is hydration, water. Third is cosmic energy, like getting the sunlight or sunshine, and putting your bare foot on the ground, earthing, and also sound vibrations. You know. So number four is mindful eating. Now, you know, it seems to me that we have forgotten the very basics of eating. So what I've talked about here is how do you bring the basics of eating into our livelihood? Mm. And then comes activities, physical, mental, and emotional. And then uh, all about elimination of toxins. We're con continuously building toxins naturally and unnaturally, artificially. So these toxins have to come out. So I talk about how to eliminate the toxins. And then comes how to bring everything inwards. And that's where the meditation plays a very, very important role. So what we'll do is we'll have seven episodes. And in each of the episodes, we'll be talking about each of these essentials. So today we'll talk about life force, how to bring life force into ourselves. Yeah. How about that? I'm so excited about it. Okay. Yes. Well, I first just also want to let you know that we have a comment section. So when oh, yes. people come in, they can leave a comment in the comment section. So hopefully we get a lot. Right now we have a couple. So Lucy says hi. Hi, Lucy. We have Brian Merkley. He says, hey, Melissa. Hey. And Raymond says, good afternoon, you guys. Good afternoon, good Raymond. Afternoon. Yes. <laughs> All right. So... What I also want to let you guys know is that um, if you are brand new to the channel, if you can give this video a like and subscribe for good vibes, then you can obviously know when to come back for the next video, which is going to be next week. Yes. We're going to do another live stream. We're going to try to do seven in a row. I mean, with the exception of the yes. holidays, of course. Um, but yeah, so there's going to be one essential that we're going to go over for each live stream. So like Barun said, today it's breathing life. So I'm very yes. excited for it. So I prepared some questions for him. And as he is answering them, and we're talking about, you know, breathing life and all the different specifics within this chapter, if you come up with a question, feel free to leave it in the comment section. And then when uh, we've gotten to the end of the of my question <laughs> part, you can go ahead and ask. And I will, of course, relate to Brune and he will, you know, answer all your questions. Cool? Yeah, sounds good. All Perfect. right. Also, I just want to tell you, because I actually didn't even tell Barun this. I may have told 
a lot of you guys on lunchtime sunshine but as of last night i officially got my full reiki master degree congratulations wow that's, pretty that's cool. exciting actually i have a photo i kind of want to share with everybody <laughs> it's pretty cool man so i did i did do my degree technically i i had it last week um, but I officially got the actual oh, wow. degree Excellent. yesterday. So there I am. <laughs> it's very exciting. So anyways, talking about life force and energy, it's Reiki is very on, um, on par with that. Sounds good to me. Master Mel. <laughs> they started calling me Master Mel because I'm a Reiki master. <laughs> and new mayor, welcome. Congra congratulations for your degree. Thank you and welcome. Okay. So let's get into it. <clears throat> So like we said, the first chapter is all about breathing. It's called Breathing Life. So the first question I have for you yes. is why is it important to practice deep breathing exercises slash what are the benefits? Yes, that's a very fundamental question. Um, I think this question everybody should be asking, you know, because yes. we take breathing for granted because it happens automatically. Mm -hmm. So we never pay attention to it. But unfortunately, in a modern lifestyle, um, we are actually uh, creating a lot of problems in terms of uh, maximizing our lung capacity. Mm. So as we're getting older, our lung capacities are actually going down. Mm. At the same time, there's so much of pollution all around that uh, we are ingesting all kinds of uh, pollutants, you know. Mm. And uh, what it is doing is, is actually um, making our lungs uh, not really perform optimally if anyone understands that it's miss asthma over here okay well there as you i've go. gotten older my lungs it's crazy it's yes. it's been <sighs> i want to be young again <laughs> see the thing about breathing is we don't really uh, pay a lot of attention but one thing we have to understand very very important that we can live without food for days weeks and even months mm -hmm. people do fasting we can live without water for days and maybe even weeks. People do dry fasting. Whoa. Yes. I mean, days for sure. Weeks, there are some people who does it. But without breathing, not even for a few minutes, we'll be gone. Right. That's the immensity of breathing. You know, uh, and we don't really pay attention to it. It just happens automatically. Now it has a tremendous impact on everything that we do. Mm -hmm. Why? Because when we breathe, we ingest oxygen essentially, and some other gases too, nitrogen and carbon dioxide. But essentially, we are breathing in oxygen, and oxygen is required to produce energy, whether we eat carbohydrate, proteins, or fats. Right. So it is doing a tremendous amount of work for us, you know, hmm. breathing. Now, that's one. Second thing is oxygen that we breathe in inside is doing a lot of healing inside us, huge hmm. amount of healing. So I think if you really want to uh, go back to the basics, the first thing we have to do is make sure that we're able to breathe well and mm -hmm. make sure that we use the full lung, lung capacity. Mm -hmm. That's where deep breathing is very, very important to make sure that we maximize your lung capacity so that our body is always working at optimal. I know. see. And... I've heard that it's better to breathe in through your nose and breathe out through your nose. Is yes. that true? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I mean, we are designed to breathe through the nose, not through the mouth. You know? Why, just, just why like is that, though? Because then why do we all breathe out through our mouths? 
I don't know how it happens <laughs> because see, mouth is there to eat food, stuff yeah. like that. You're not supposed to breathe through the mouth, you know. I'm such a mouth breather. Like it really takes a lot of effort. Yes. To... See, our nose is designed to breathe because we've got a lot of filters actually through the nose. Right. When the air goes in, there's a lot of filtration process happening through the nose. Mm. Uh, so uh, the air that we breathe, air that we get into our lungs, has come through many filters, you know. Mm. But that's not there in our mouth, you know. Right. So, oh, that's so interesting. Yeah. So yes, it's not normal. Uh, it's okay once in a while, but eventually I feel that uh, in some of the yogic practices, mm. it is forbidden to breathe through your mouth. Wait, what? Forbidden. How can that be forbidden? Because you're basically wasting your energy, oh. your capacity, energy, essentially. When you breathe through your mouth, it's not actually going to the lungs the same way as it should be going. It mm. means that your blood is not able to get all the oxygen it needs. Mm. So there is a bit, bit, bit of an inefficiency built in when you breathe through your mouth. Mm. Anyway. So we're supposed to breathe with the nose. Uh, okay, wow. Wait, so what do you mean it's forbidden? Like, do they get in trouble? No, no. Oh. <laughs> I mean, they've got some practices based on their own understanding. It's like a science, right? Once you okay. understand the science behind something, why should you do something sure. which is not really doing the best for you? Sure, yeah. yeah. Ever so since that, I heard that, I've yeah. been trying. You guys will know that watch Lunchtime Sunshine that I've been trying to be conscious of not breathing out through my mouth. Yes. But I'm a mouth breather. Okay, it sucks. Well, just, just <laughs> it's, it's just practice. Yeah, it just yes. it's, it has to become a habit, just yes. like anything. Yes. Okay, so do you have any specific deep breathing exercises that you would rep recommend? Yes, I have actually uh, put together a few different exercises in my book. Okay. But I think this, let's start very simple, you know, because breathing is not very complicated as we make out to be. It's very mm -hmm. simple. I think when it comes to deep breathing, the first thing is make sure that we are in a place where it's clean, the air is clean. Right. Go into the nature if possible. Mm -hmm. And if the air is clean inside your house, it's fine. So the simple exercise is breathe in deeply at a count of say five or 10. Say okay. count of 10. Okay. Breathe in deeply, count of 10. And then hold for a count of 10 or five. If, if you cannot manage five at uh, 10, do five. And then breathe out very slowly to count of 10. Okay, so should we try that? Yes. Okay. We can do that. Okay, everyone ready? <laughs> He'll walk us through it. I'll do it with you. Yes. Okay. And so we're going to breathe in for 10. Yes. We're going to hold for 10. We're going to try for 10. If you can't, yes. go for 5. 5, yes. And then breathe out for? For 10. For 10. But make it very ten, slow. 10, 10, 10. Very slow. Okay. So that uh, you see the whole about, the whole idea about this book is to be aware of right. everything. So Mindful. be fully aware of what's happening when you're breathing in. Are you feeling tired, exhausted, feeling good? So right. try to really be into those feelings. You know, that's really important. Mm -hmm. That's the whole point of doing this. Right, of course. So let's do that. Okay. All right. So ready, everyone? Okay. The other thing I want to emphasize, I think really this is very important. I'm sorry. I'm so excited. <laughs> when you're doing deep breathing, there's a reason why we should put your palm up. Ah, yeah. Why? See, interestingly enough, that our breathing pattern changes by the way you move your hands. Yes. So, so when you put your palm up, everybody, and see, when you try to breathe in, see whether you're breathing on you, through your chest or through your diaphragm. Okay, my chest. Just go the other way. My stomach. You sound so, like you're so, snoring. <laughs> okay. So typically what happens is um, when you actually put your palm up, mm -hmm. 
essentially what happens is you're actually going for deep breathing okay up to the diaphragm whereas when you're putting your palm down you're breathing just to your chest in general oh. so your breathing will be much deeper if you put your palms up Oh, I see. Yeah, I, I understand. Because I said chest, but it's more like your whole body. Yes. Whereas with it down, it's really just your chest. Yeah, exactly. I so see. it's much shallow. Oh. When you're doing like this, it's shallow. So, you know, the problem is we're moving our hands and legs up and down so many times. But our breathing patterns are constantly changing. Hmm. You know, so it's very, very important to make sure that you put your palm up when you're doing deep breathing exercises. So now we can go back to your... Okay. To that, uh, it's interesting because obviously um, in the spiritual community, when you're meditating, they will say to put your hand, your palms up. Yes. And that, but they say it also just to keep yourself open so that energy can flow freely through yes. you and out you. But it makes the yeah. same sense. So it's got, it's got a scientific basis to it. And it just comes through observation, observing your own body. So that's where I feel awareness is so important. So let's try let's okay. try the breathing. All right. Okay. And breathe. Let's start. You can you can initiate. Okay, let's start. Uh, let's breathe for 10 seconds if mm -hmm. you can. Mm -hmm. 5 is fine. If you can go for 5 that's fine, but let's try for 10 for the time being. Are you going to count? Okay. Yeah. Count. Let's try. Okay. Breathe in 1 2 3 4 5 6 Seven, eight, nine, ten, and hold for five. One, two, three, four, five, and breathe out for ten. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and ten. Okay. Oh, that was hard. Yes. So try with five then. Five, five, five is fine. So the whole idea is to not to stress mm -hmm. yourselves out. This is something new. And when you hold the breath, because if we have too much of carbon dioxide build up, hmm. you might feel a bit dizzy. Yeah. But that's perfectly fine. Okay. You know? I see. So it is fine if you feel that way. Yes. So I think just back off. And uh, because your body is not used to having so much of oxygen inside. Mm -hmm. okay. So it's, it's best to just take it easy. But with practice, you'll find that you can hold for 10, 20, 30, even for a few minutes. Okay. You know? yeah. yeah, I think I'd be able to do that in time. It's probably just from not yes. taking my puffer today, that sort of thing. Yeah, perfectly <laughs> fine. I think nothing wrong with that. It's just that, cool. you know, everybody has their own limit. We just have to understand what those limits are. For us. That's perfect. Awesome. Thank yes. you for that. So would you, well, I guess you kind of walked us through the deep breathing exercise. Do you maybe have like a meditation that we could do? Now, meditation is a different ball game. So yeah. uh, what I would like to suggest is that we'll talk about the details of meditation in episode seven. The okay, last... and then you, we can do a meditation yes. then? And, and I just want to give you a snapshot why meditation, we should not take it very loosely. Mm -hmm. Because meditation is not about sitting in a, in a posture for 10, 20 minutes a day and do a chanting or some kind of a practice. It's not meditation. That's hmm. concentration or something else. But meditation has a very deep connotation. Hmm. And we really have to be very serious when it comes to meditation. Because hmm. I'll just give you a one minute snapshot why I don't want to uh, go into meditation right now. The different aspects are uh, very, very important, including the seven essentials. These are very important. Okay. See, what happens is we all have experiences, right? Every day we're experiencing. Hmm. Those experiences become our memory. Right mm -hmm. now, from the memory, we are projecting thoughts all the time. We are thinking, and those thoughts lead to emotions, 
and the emotions lead to actions. We're taking actions every day. Sure. And those actions become our experience. It becomes memory. It becomes like a cycle. Right. So we are all trapped into this cycle of time, mm. you know, through our experiences. And which is actually very limited because our experiences are limited. It's projecting limited thoughts, biases. So when, you get, when you're in this trapped into this cycle of time, essentially you are into conflicts. Hmm. conflicts are inevitable and that's the reason why as we grow older and older and still get trapped into that pattern our life doesn't improve we don't become any more happier you know hmm. we get miserable sometimes you know that's where stress depression comes in so meditation is all about shattering that cycle breaking that cycle completely i see so that you can now tap into the intelligence that really matters that's what life hmm. so when you're when you're trapped into the cycle essentially you're living you're having a lifestyle you're not having a life, not actually uh, able to um, experience life. You experience your lifestyle, your career, your job, your personality, you know, those kind of things happening. So essentially, we are all experiencing a lifestyle, not life. Hmm. But when you break that pattern, then all of a sudden you understand life better. That's my experience. Hmm. Now, that's where I feel that we should have a discussion on meditation towards the very end. Sure. And what we're doing now is preparing for that. Right. So, Aha. sorry, I couldn't <laughs> answer your question on meditation, but that's where I feel strongly. Okay, great. We yeah. have to always go with what we're feeling. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I want to just answer a couple of these um, comments or read them out. So Brian says, sorry, Melissa won't be able to watch this live. My YouTube app is messing up. That's okay, Brian. Thank you for coming out. I hope you can um, get a chance to watch it later. It's going to I think this is already already pretty awesome. Um, Numera is asking if you're from India. Originally from India, yes. Originally from India, India that's yes, right. Yes. I do have a couple fans from India, which just okay. makes my heart very happy. Excellent. So, Excellent. <laughs> um, Lucy says, your distance Reiki has been so helpful. Oh my gosh, and supporting. That's amazing. Really started to feel the difference today. That's wonderful. I'm so happy to hear that, Luce. And I'm glad that you're here because I feel like Broom will have a lot for you, uh, <laughs> a lot to say that you might benefit from. And Ray says, my... Oh, I can't, my eyes, you know, getting old. My friend um, Monem uh, from Morocco. Morocco does fasting every year. Oh, cool. Fantastic. Very cool. And then Numer says, yes, I think he is Indian. <laughs> Very cool. Good guess. Okay, so um, next question. So in your book, you talk about oxygen therapy. Could you tell us what that is and maybe give us some examples? Yes. Uh, oxygen therapy is like uh, it's like supplementary oxygen when you when you need extra oxygen to enhance your life or or maybe trying to fight some infection hmm. so so it's called supplementary oxygen so that's where oxygen therapy has been very popular uh, but obviously there has been some issues in terms of using it for medical reasons hmm. right and there are three ways. Okay, the first thing, the, the, the best way, the best oxygen therapy is go out in the nature. Okay. And breathe deeply, you know, and just enjoy and, you know, <laughs> you know, what do you call it? Sometimes, you know, what do you call it? Shout, you know, oh. and sometimes do running exercises, lots of physical work that automatically, you know, uh, will let you uh, breathe deeply and you can have lots more oxygen. What, what if it's minus 20 degrees? 
Try to go out as much as possible. You know? Okay, you don't so have you to... still go out when it's like really yes, cold? Yes, I mean, minus 30, minus 4, doesn't matter. Oh I have gosh. to go out in the morning and in the evening. Okay. And uh, I live very close to the Cherry Beach and, and Tommy Thompson. That's right. I remember so, you telling me that, yeah. And I go there, no matter what, you know. Wow, So okay. now I'm dragging my wife as well, and she's, she's loving it. Is she's she? Loving it. Yeah. Oh, that's she's loving nice. It. Uh, and I think it's natural because once you get fresh air, and then when you go back home, it's like, oh, it's too warm, you know I mean? Yeah. It's just, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I see. And so you get, you're getting your body moving. Cool. Yeah. I think I, I lost your train of thought there, though. You were telling us that. So that was the okay. first way. What was the so, other? So the best thing is to go out and be deeply. I think that's the best therapy you can do for yourself. Okay. Others are all more aided, like supplementary. Uh, for example, hyperbaric oxygen. You know, there's cham mm. oxygen chambers there. In Toronto, I've been there before. Uh, Oh, so really? I, I had a long time ago, I had an infection and it was not going away with antibiotics, you know. Hmm. So what do you do? A lot of people actually have infections uh, that doesn't go away straight away. But when you go into this hyperbaric oxygen chamber where they, um, it's basically a chamber with oxygen is ingested with uh, high pressure, slightly higher pressure. Really? Yeah, it's beautiful chambers actually. Very nice. A lot of sports oh. people go there. And oh. yeah. Oh, I could see. So they could recover faster. Recover faster. Oh. Because see, uh, what happens is when, see, I, I mentioned about body wants to produce energy only through oxygen. Mm. But if there's not enough oxygen, what happens is there's enough lactic acid buildup. Mm. And people who are sports people, they build up a lot of lactic acid and that can, that's not very good. Right. So you, you really have to neutralize it. How do you do that? You put oxygen in your system. Uh, extra oxygen and then you neutralize those lactic acid so sports people do that people who have got concussions they want to recover they actually go to hyperbaric chambers really yes i've had a concussion maybe i need to go well, i mean no, i've recovered it, but like it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's actually if you're not feeling very good if you feel that you have lots of infections and stuff like that but not for oh. medical reasons you have to go to your doctor of course uh, i'm not actually giving any medical advice here of course i'm just saying that um, this is something which is available mm -hmm. and do your own research to find out whether this works for you so that's one hyperbaric oxygen chambers cool the second is uh, ozone therapy which is also a way to uh, get oxygen into your body and there are different ways of doing it there's intravenous ozone therapy but again this is not for medical reasons for mm. some special reasons and the third is hydrogen peroxide Okay, I don't know ozone therapy or hydrogen peroxide. Yeah. So, so what ozone are is basically ozone is you know um, three oxygen O three ozone, mm -hmm. and ozone actually is a very powerful oxidant. Okay. It can help to say if there is a lot of infection somewhere. Mm -hmm. uh, I know one some people I know um, their their son actually had a ear inf bad in ear infection. Mm -hmm. So they use ozone therapy to recover. But I'm not saying, you know, that's the only way. Like you go to a place to have ozone therapy? therapy yes, or? there are places. Oh, okay. Uh, it's called alternative medicine. Oh, okay. Uh, they have got ozone therapy. Uh, gotcha. And some people actually keep a little ozone uh, generator at home. Oh. And they get supplementary oxygen, you know. Cool. Uh, for, but that's not for getting oxygen, for breathing. Mm -hmm. It's actually for certain application. Sure. Okay. Interesting. And the third is hydrogen peroxide, hmm. which is again a uh, you know is very active, hmm. and it can be used to disinfect for dis disinfection. For example, if you have a very you know a lot of mold in your oh, place, yeah, a moldy place, and if you want to um, you know reduce 
the impact of mold in your household. You do some oil, peroxide therapy or ozone therapy. Mm. It's very effective that way. And um, in, in at home, what we do is we take a little bit of um, you know food grade ozone, uh, uh, not ozone, sorry, hydrogen peroxide, and put in your diffuser along with some essential oils, and you get beautiful oxygen and aromatherapy kind of thing. Wow! I wish I knew that when I when I was in my old house, we had really really bad mold. We had to move because it was that bad. Yeah. And we all developed bad allergies. But I wish I knew about that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, uh, don't kid around with mold. mold oh, yeah, we had to move. Yeah. Don't, yeah, mold, you have to get rid of it yeah. because it has pretty severe implications. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that's probably how I ended up developing asthma and. Oh, I have, I'm like allergic to everything, guys, like yeah. trees, grass, pretty much everything. So <laughs> I lay on the grass and I start getting itchy. It's so, so frustrating because mm. all I want to do is just meditate on the grass, you know, breathe in that oxygen. Yes. Won't let me. <laughs> just breathe in oxygen as much as possible. Yes. Um, Lucy says, I feel so young again in this conversation. Oh, well, hopefully we can try to um, make it, break it down in a simple way so that you understand um, you are not, you're not that young, Lucy, and you're very smart. So, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> All right. So in your book, you also talked about fruits and vegetables that can help with oxygen intake. Do you have any examples on that? Yes. So certain uh, fruits and vegetables, especially raw fruits and vegetables, some of them have got very high oxygen content okay. and can help you neutralize some of the acids that you have in your system. Oh. And um, based on my experience, uh, some of the um, some of the fruits and vegetables that are very high in oxygen content. One is beets or beetroots. Oh, I hate beets. Okay. <laughs> Second is blueberries. Oh, I love those. Very good. Okay. Okay. Uh, figs. Okay. <laughs> well, um, they're very good. And I mean, figgy pudding. Eh, ripe olives. Ripe olives. olives. Oh, oh, no. Can't stand okay. It. I'm one of those people in the grocery store when I'm walking by the olive tray counter, I like have to plug my nose every single time. Oh, really? Wow. That's, yeah. I'm very sensitive to smell. Fish also, ugh, yes. can't do it. <laughs> yeah, and you know, some other like mustard greens. Okay. Um, and, um, you know, uh, onions are very good. Okay. Celery is also very good. All raw. All raw. All raw. Because okay. see, the moment you cook it, uh, then what happens is you 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 destroy the structure of the water in the system. You know. Are you talking about when you cook it, like with oil, or like is it the same when you steam the vegetables? Uh, steaming is okay, but I think here I'm talking about fruits and vegetables. So if you really want to maximize the oxygen content, mm -hmm. I think it's good to go raw. Okay. Good because you're not destroying the structure of the vegetables and fruits. You know. Okay. Watermelon is very good. Watermelon. Mm is very, very good, especially in the summer. Yeah. Ah, yes. Yeah. And delicious. Delicious too. <laughs> so there, there are lots of, in fact, all f uh, fruits and vegetables, mm -hmm. they've got high oxygen content because they've got water in there and, and oxygen is part of water anyway. Of course, that makes sense. Yeah. Awesome. And are there any specific like oxygen depleting foods that you would say to maybe try to stay away from? Yes. So any food that generates a acidic, acidic residue mm -hmm. should avoid it. Okay, so like any for example, sugar. any processed food. Right. Okay. Alcohol, for example, you know, excess alcohol, 
uh, beverage like those um, sodas and pops, you know, mm. which makes the body very acidic. Mm. You know, sometimes I feel that even processed meats, for example, or processed dairy can also increase the acidity. Mm. Now let's understand here. When you say acid, it means that your body has higher hydrogen content, right? Mm-hmm. So you want to neutralize that. Otherwise, it'll it'll start dissolving your bones and stuff, leach your bones. So what you do is the body has body is very intelligent. Body will find out oxygen coming from your raw vegetables, mm-hmm. and it will neutralize that hydrogen and makes it H2O, which right. is water. Right. So body is smart. So that's the reason why I recommend some of the raw fruits and vegetables mm-hmm. as part of a diet. Could be 30%, 40% of your diet, which can help to neutralize the acid that you build up in our system, you know. Ah. So all processed food, I feel uh, they're acid generating. So I mean, it's hard though. You know, everything <laughs> in moderation is okay. Right, you know? that's, I, I'm yeah. glad that I mean, you said that. I was going to say like balance usually yes. is what I strive for. Because honestly, some days I just want Campbell's mushroom soup. And it's delicious. It's fine. It's fine. I mean, and, you know, and I will have a salad for dinner if I do that. Yeah. It's balance, you know. But one <laughs> thing we have to avoid is fried foods because yeah. I find that to be the biggest offender, even even worse yeah. than sugar. Really? Yeah. Fried foods, because oh. see the fats that you're generating from fried fruits, you know, um, decomposed fat or uh, you know, the the nature is denatured fats. Hmm. Body doesn't know what to do with it. And that's the one which is leading to all kinds of inflammation in the system. Oh, interesting. Even worse than sugar, in my opinion, based on my experience, even sugar is equally bad. Uh, but I think deep fried foods, if you can avoid, you'll be better off. I see. I don't feel as bad now because I like sugar more than fried foods. So at least yeah. I can justify yes. it. <laughs> But we're going to aim to eat more fruits and vegetables, yes, raw absolutely. fruits and vegetables like that. Okay, awesome. Okay, so um, I had a little scenario. So perhaps you live in a condo like myself, as most city goers do. How do you make sure we can help control our air purification? I know you mentioned plants in your book. Yeah. Um, do you have any other suggestions? Because I will just say, for example, um, in my condo, they the condominium for some reason decided to turn off the air conditioning. So now all we have is heat or like a fan that is kind of blowing, I mean, dust, Mm. but we need it because it gets so hot. So what would you sort of suggest in terms of how we can control the purification of the air? Okay, so there are some air purifiers Mm -hmm. in the market and they're actually quite good. And they're not very expensive either, you know, a few hundred dollars if you can invest. That's really worth investment. Okay. Investing. Because these air purifiers, they have got HEPA filters, H-E-P-A, mm-hmm. uh, which H-E-P-A. is high efficiency particulate air filters. H-E-P-A. Just look for H-E-P-A. And HEPA. then that's, that's the best kind. Yes. Okay. So there are some from, uh, I know, um, there, there are many companies. I don't want to recommend one or the other. Darn, that's what I was hoping. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Honeywell has a good one. If you go Amazon okay. and just say Honeywell uh, HEPA filter. Okay. You'll see like three or four hundred dollars Canadian. And there are quite a few different varieties. Just put one of them. They also have charcoal filters too. Mm-hmm. So what they do, they actually take the air in, the the whatever the the air that you have in your room, mm-hmm. it takes the air in and goes through those filters mm-hmm. and then you know it brings out some so in that process it takes out 
some of the pollutants, particulate mm -hmm. matters, and also some of these, uh, you know, uh, spores, uh, mold spores, and all kinds of. Ah. So that might be very good. Okay. But the trick is, make sure that the humidity in your room is okay, mm. because normally uh, th thirty to sixty percent is okay. But if you have very high humid conditions, it will lead to all kinds of mold and stuff, you know. Okay. We have um, we have the sun that just loves to shine into our room. It's really hot in the mornings. No, I mean, um, <laughs> that's, that's not bad. So that's it, I good. think it's not that it, it's humid. I'm not sure, to be honest. I think it's just the sun. Yes. But I, So I'm not sure. But I'm going to look into it, yeah. possibly. I just want to be able to breathe in, you know, the purest fresh oxygen. Air. Yeah, the fresh air. The whole point of this, right? So... Yes, and I think uh, uh, plants don't underestimate the value of those plants mm -hmm. because there was a study, for, study from NASA in 1980s. It's a very nice, uh, just uh, Google for NASA, N-A-S-A, mm -hmm. um, and uh, they have a very nice article on, uh, on uh, indoor plants. And some of the indoor plants are very easy to get, you know. You can go to any store here. Even you can probably get it in uh, some of those grocery stores. Like this one know? behind you? Yeah, this is very good. Uh, they're snake plants. They're actually the most easy to maintain. You don't have to do anything. Plants. Snake plants. Are those the ones that like hang? Yeah, they okay. like this very, you know. Yeah, and they're, they're pretty. They're beautiful look. Yeah, mm. they look very spider plants. You know, some of these very simple ones, even aloe veras, they can actually remove a lot of these VOCs, um, you know, volatile organic carbons and formaldehydes and all kinds of things that we don't notice. Okay. Including some, uh, you know, uh, some of these uh, microorganisms like mold and stuff. Oh, okay, cool. So but that could help. It is, but make yeah. sure that, um, you know, uh, uh, you know, where you plant it, uh, there should not be any mold building, uh, you know, in the soil, for example. You know? Right. So uh, just be careful. But in general, uh, I feel that uh, for every 100 square feet, you must have at least one or two plants. Really? 100 square feet, yeah. Huh. I don't know how many square feet my house is, but I don't. I, we don't have any plants so far. Yeah, so, so far, here, this is probably... Uh, 100? A little bit more than 100. You oh. can have one or two, maybe one there, one there. It looks good. You already have two anyway. One, <laughs> one, two. It's not my doing. <laughs> so. Okay, cool. Interesting. Yeah. I better go plant shopping this weekend because I don't got any. <laughs> Every little steps actually help you. Okay, So. cool. These things are small tips which could be utilized. You know? Awesome. Okay, so I have one more question sort of before we leave it open to your questions, guys. So it's in your book, you kind of touched on exercise and of course how it increases the amount of oxygen to your blood cells. So perhaps you're feeling, um, you're not really feeling yourself. You know, uh, Sorry, what did I write? Perhaps you're feeling yourself, your, what did I, oh, this is not correct. <laughs> Perhaps you're feeling the weight of the world is what I wrote. Um, and you can't find any mo motivation to push yourself to do what your body needs to do, move. Do you have any advice for the person in this position? Because obviously we know that that will help increase, you know, oxygen to their cells. And it's just, yeah. Do you have any, yeah, I guess just yes. advice to, to get them out the door to make them see how important it is to move for yeah. oxygen? Exactly. So I think... The reason I wrote this book is to be aware mm -hmm. of various things. And I think that awareness is probably more important than just exercises and, you know, doing sure. this, doing that. Mm -hmm. Once you're aware, uh, you will be able to do the right things automatically. For example, mm. 
if you enjoy the sunlight sunshine in the morning fresh air outside simple little things you know just be aware when you're drinking your water make sure that you're completely aware when you're drinking your water you know mm. very very important when you're eating the food be completely aware the taste and so i think this little awareness goes a long way and keep yourself active you don't have mm. to have physical exercise all the time keep keep yourself active not sit down on your couch and watch netflix whole day and night what it is fine you're not talking to me are you no, i think uh, <laughs> it's okay once in a while i i so what i'm saying is just keep moving uh, you don't have to be an athletic or keep jogging or running or right. do strenuous activities idea is to reduce your level of stress because that is really the big issue going around right and for that all you have to do is get some fresh air hmm. and that's why this conversation is so important and connect with your breathing at least you know hmm. so if you can connect with your breathing and be aware of all the things that you're doing on a day to day basis hmm. now actually i had a very interesting conversation with another another caller a while ago and uh, even when you go to your washroom you know if you if you keep an eye and if you are aware of what's going on mm-hmm. the odor that comes from your system you know uh, and the excretions that you have that will tell you a lot about what you do right what you've eaten before or how your lifestyle is right. so that's that's what say that's a, that's a lab it's, the people call it laboratory right yeah. it's actually a lab where you can, you know what's going on in your system so what i'm saying is that awareness doesn't have to be some big meditative awareness you know just be aware of simple things in daily lives right and that by itself is very powerful let's start with breathing right. so today let's make a vow that we are focusing on breathing and make sure that uh, we are aware of breathing as much as possible you know go out and do some deep breathing connect with the nature fresh you know fresh air sunlight mm-hmm. put your bare foot on the ground if possible mm-hmm. not in the cold weather but at least whenever it's possible put your feet on the grass yeah. you know go to the lakes or wherever you can just be out in the nature even parks are okay a lot yeah, of yeah park. parks are great yeah, yeah. toronto has a lot of city parks all across you know hmm. so even few minutes in the park goes a long way awesome okay shine about this song that is in the new frozen movie <laughs> called yeah. um uh just do the next right thing yes. and i think that's very similar as to what you're saying taking just one step at a time just doing what feels right right now and yes. and um little steps and you know work your way towards that and yeah yeah yes what i'm finding as i'm getting older and probably less wiser i guess <laughs> so less wiser <laughs> so so what happens is um it's not what you do how you do it what you do can make you something for example it can make you billionaire millionaire that's fine that's nothing wrong with that but how you do is more important because that's really what life is all about hmm. that's living a life how hmm. what is more lifestyle you know what i become as an actor or as so i feel that uh, the how is more important and that's where the awareness come into play you know very important it's funny that you just said that you're not any wiser when personally i think that was pretty profound <laughs> it's the how that matters wow very interesting i've yeah. never thought of that before very mm-hmm. cool all right so does anyone have any questions ray says yeah you're back yeah we're back yes we are going to wrap it up in in about five minutes but um i wanted to make sure that we finished it off because sadly the internet 
did. Um, I don't know what happened to it. I don't know. Um, thankfully, we have two internets. So, but yeah, this has been wonderful, Broom. Thank you. Very awesome. So while we wait for any last questions, um, we're going to just kind of give you the lowdown on next week. So like we mentioned in the beginning, in case there's anyone new, we are going chapter by chapter pretty much. And we're going to be identifying one essential from Baroon's book in every week. So obviously this week was all about breathing, breathing life. And then what's the second essential? Second is more about hydration. Ah, hydration. Optimum hydration, which is ah. about what's the right water we need yes. to drink, how much to drink, and water is what water is all about because water is very mysterious mm -hmm. we are two-third water this is yes. water right and water is very mysterious have you heard the theory of actually you know what i'm not even gonna say it. i'm gonna leave it for next week okay. <laughs> i was gonna bring up we have some magical things that we're gonna talk about i think from the spiritual side i have some ideas for next week um yeah, I'm not even going to mention it. I'm not even going there. Ray says, does it have to be fresh vegetables or can it be a smoothie type um, thing? Yeah, yes. smoothie is fantastic. I mean, yeah. by, what I mean by fresh vegetable is um, it has to be fresh, you know. Um, it has to be raw, you were saying. It has to be raw, yes. Yeah, so so smoothie cooked. is perfectly fine, actually. Even juicing is okay as long as it's not too sweet for you, you know. I but see. smoothie is perfect. Smoothie is actually ideal because it's got all the fibers in there and also easy to digest is it yeah for oh. example you have to have tons of you know uh, fruits and vegetables but smoothie the thing is because it's all blended up is uh, less um, a pressure on your digestive system to digest it hmm. so smoothie is actually quite good because it has the fibers along with it juice is okay but i, I would say vegetable juice is fine hmm. but too much of sweetened juice like for example just apple or uh, that that can be a bit too overwhelming right so, yeah or orange juice i find can yeah. be harsh sometimes it's can good be. it's delicious but too much of it is harsh it just becomes too sugary and yeah. no fibers to really absorb that you know right so i feel that smoothies are actually great awesome okay um and then i hope that answers your question right lucy says yeah the question is why did the last two minutes just crush my entire worldview. That's fine. I'm fine. It's okay. I just spent all my life thinking about giving it time. It would help with everything. <laughs> Aww. No, it's, I mean, nothing wrong with that. I mean, Lucy, I think um, thing is, uh, just think about it. You know, uh, we say that today I'm in a such state of mind and mm -hmm. tomorrow it'll, I'll fix myself by doing this and this and this. Mm -hmm. Does it actually ever happen? Ask the question mm -hmm. yourself. I have done this myself, you know, I have paid attention to this. Physical things do happen, you know, physically, if you want to build something, it, psychologically, that mm -hmm. today I'm unhappy, tomorrow I'll be happy if I do this and this and this. Mm -hmm. Does it make you any happier? No. That's what mm -hmm. the premise of life has been since childhood. I want to go to the school so that I become something. Then I want to have a career so that I'd be happy. Does it ever make a happy? So psychologically, we're not actually getting better. Right. Yes, physically, may, we may have some wealth or physically we're bigger, you know, than right. what a child is all about. Uh, so physically, we can achieve a lot of things with time, but psychologically, no. Hmm. That's the reality. Just think about it and maybe try it for yourself. Just uh, observe your own psychological patterns. And the reason is that the cycle that I talked about, you know, our memory, our thoughts, our emotions and actions and becomes cycle mm -hmm. unless you break that cycle 
uh, it is very difficult to have a life which is conflict free. It is mm. by nature creating conflict because of the limited way our thoughts are generated and actions that we're taking, you know? Right. So it's not something to be fearful of. No, no, no nothing yeah, to be fearful about. It's just about, how yeah. life is. Uh, yes. So yeah. that what it is is that you, you're actually uh, not using just your thinking process mm -hmm. to make your life better. Mm -hmm. You're tapping into that real intelligence, you know, mm -hmm. and that can only come by when we stop the chattering of the mind, you know. Right. When but, we really go into meditation. And, yes, exactly. Yeah. So there's nothing wrong with time. It's just that psychological time doesn't exist. Right. Right. That That's my sense. experience. But try it for yes. yourself. Just pay some attention and you'll find out. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And I also just want to clarify that I wasn't laughing at your question, Lucy. I was laughing at the fact that I could hear your personality through it. And I just the way that I was reading it made myself laugh. I'm laughing at myself. <laughs> the, it's fine. I'm fine. It's okay. It's just, yeah, laughing at myself. Um, Lucy says, okay, but that makes a lot more sense uh, to me now when I tell you my brain hurts thinking about this. Yeah, dude. I mean, same. Some of these concepts are really hard to grasp. I'm honestly having a hard time with this one but I feel like it's going to be one of those things where I'm going to digest it for the rest of the night and then I'll go oh light bulb okay I get I'm thinking you know a lot of times you feel that thinking is going to solve a problem it doesn't have you realized that because see yeah. I, I'm a scientist and engineer as well I've been into many engineering problems mm -hmm. just by too much of thinking you know because what happens is when you think you know actually you won't have any thoughts if you don't have memory right so essentially when you're thinking, you're bringing back memories, bring, bringing back oh. information that is stored in your memory yeah. and that is limited. Right. So when you think, basically, it's it, it, the outcome is very limited. Right, because it's based off of your perception of yes, the memory. Exactly. So right. that could be highly biased. And then you take ah. actions based on those thoughts right. or emotions. And that is also become very limited. That's why conflict is inevitable when you mm. use your limited thoughts. That's why too much of thinking, it doesn't help anybody. It leads to more stress and depression. Right. You know, uh, but thinking is okay when you want to learn something for living physically because there's a reason why we have been given this faculty of thinking mm -hmm. to really make us secure and safe. It's basically for our safety. Right, that right? makes sense. For our safety, but not to thrive, you know, not to go to a different dimension. So that's where I feel that thinking has... It has its limited importance. It is important, mm -hmm. but has, has got its own limitations. You have to know, draw the line there. Mm -hmm. You cannot use the thinking for every aspect of your psychological world, you know? Right. Like stress and depression and uh, fear and whatnot, you know? So... Sometimes you just have to move and do. Yes. So, yeah. so I think there are ways to do it. That's where the meditation comes very important. But what right. kind of meditation? Not you sit down and meditate. That's not going to work because mm -hmm. you're getting back into the same pattern. Sure. It's a mechanical pattern, you know, sit down and chant or sit down for 20 minutes and then all the nonsense comes back again, you know, <laughs> after 20 So I've, I've seen this and I've done this myself, you know, I've been into all meditation, quite a few meditation practices. Okay. You sit down half an hour in the morning, half an hour in the evening, and then the rest of the day the nonsense goes on, you know, <laughs> you don't realize what the heck am I doing, you know. So, so you're saying the best kind of way to meditate is really to be quiet and to not... 
just be aware of everything that you're doing. Right. Yeah, whether just you're being drinking aware. a water, right. whether... I mean, that is very, very much easier said than done. I was going to ask you, actually, one of my other questions was, have you always been this present? Because I can tell you when I was 16, I, I actually, when I first got my attunement for Reiki, funny enough, um, I started feeling everything, right? Because that's what happens when you get your Reiki attunement. And, and then I started becoming... I started becoming aware and I didn't know what was happening because mm. it's like I had been sleeping for a while. And it was the same sort of feeling that I had when I was a kid when everything was new, right? I was just present. Kids are very present because everything is new to them. But then as you get older, you stop yeah. being so present because everything's a pattern. And so I have been practicing being present. Certainly, I think we're so habitual that it's not always like it's not it's well it's a society doesn't really support it they you know there's apps that pull you in and you're you know you get pulled into your thoughts so you're not like living in the present moment um but b i just yeah i, I don't know how i think it just takes an active effort in today's world so have you always been that way and and do you agree with that no, I've never been like this before. I mean, before I was in my thinking mode all the time. Okay, you know? so you I weren't. I think as that a... by thinking everything is gonna. I then I realized that it's actually not helping you very much. You know. Right. Okay. And then I realized that the way the best performance I get when I actually uh, in the present and as an engineer is taught me because see when I'm building a bridge or a house or something like that, mm -hmm. I cannot just think about too much thinking. You just do it. Right. Be at the moment and do it. And if there's a problem, you just solve it straight away instead of just thinking what could happen, what might happen. Right. So uh, I feel that um, that works for everything, you know. Mm. Uh, so and that's what a lot of people like Eckhart Tolle and everybody is talking about the same thing. You oh, know? absolutely. And there's a truth to it. There's oh, a deep truth to it. I absolutely agree. I just find that it takes a lot of effort to be present personally. Do you yes. find that it takes you a lot of effort or maybe you just have practiced it enough that it well, anymore. Uh, just to be, you know, what effort. Uh, I mean, I, it, has, it's, it seems really crazy yeah. because you're like, yeah, I'm just being no, present right now. Just like you're talking. I mean, is there an effort for you? No, it doesn't look like there's an effort from you. I mean, you're talking wonderfully. It is sometimes, okay. yeah. Unless you're really making, Maybe that was the concussion. <laughs> yeah, no, I do find that like I, I get this sort of like, maybe this is a personal to me then. Yes. I don't know. I wonder if it's like that for everyone else. Maybe let me know. Um, but I, I personally feel like a heaviness in my head. Mm. And so, yeah, it is a bit of an effort to like, like yeah. oh, I'm awake, I'm present. I don't know. Well, and there's that, you know, very, <laughs> um, <laughs> there's that very um, popular phrase saying that people are asleep. They're like sheep. Yeah. <laughs> now you just hear people, I don't know if you've heard that, but people will refer to people sleeping as being sheep because they're mm. not like awake and like seeing mm. what's going on. Oh my God, I can't believe I'm talking about this. <laughs> but, you know, I, I do think that it's, you know, there are a lot of people possibly that, it doesn't maybe come that natural. I don't know. Or maybe they're not. Maybe they're not even aware to it. Yeah. I think yeah. Uh, just, um, I think uh, if you can start increasing awareness mm -hmm. of everything that we're doing, yeah, that by itself will become very effortless, in my opinion. That's my experience. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Uh, I mean, you I don't have I... to make an effort to be effortless, you know. Uh, I think like it'll happen. See, let's just try it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. We're going to try. It. Absolutely. And try. Uh, for example, when you go out in the nature, just look at the birds. And today yeah. I saw a beautiful snake, actually. 
and it's so beautiful. I mean, before I'll be scared of snakes. I'm sorry. Did you say a beautiful snake? Yeah, actually, interesting. <laughs> so what I'm no. saying is that everything, um, when you pay attention to it, mm-hmm. you just see a as beautiful. Oh, I agree. And I you don't feel a thing. You know. Sure. Uh, You're not fearful. So yeah, and when the, when there's sunshine, absorb the sun. Uh, fresh air, drink water consciously. Mm-hmm. When you drink, eating food, be very conscious. You know. Do you find also when you're in the present state um, that you're not really judging anything? It's just it is. Judgment doesn't happen. Yeah, there's it doesn't no, happen, there's right? There's no place for judgment because it's the way it is. It's funny. I was trying to explain that actually for any of you. I don't know if you saw this episode of um, Tea Time with Animal. I was explaining this to my friend Anne about how um, and now. I kind of understand how I live a lot in in this space where I'm not judging at all. And it's really like, it's really wonderful. And she's like, that's not possible. We're always judging. And I'm like, no, actually it is. Like in the present moment, there is no judgment. So um, I'm glad that you can relate and understand that because when you're really present, you're just kind of observing. Everything is what it is. And there's no sort of inner monologue happening or judgment or anything. Yeah. So what is judgment? Judgment is essentially a bias. Uh, that has come from your memory because you may right. have some experience with that person in the past and that's in your memory, right? Right. So when those memories are projected in your thoughts and emotions, then all of a sudden you start judging, you know? Yeah. So it's because you still have that same, you know, getting into the same cycle, right? So right. the thought is taking over. So I think that's the pattern uh, I feel is leading to all kinds of, you know, effort and conflicts. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So to break that, we'll talk about that in yes. chapter seven. And or next seven. week's yeah. episode. <laughs> Alrighty, my loves. Well, I think time is almost up. Let me just see if there was any last comments. Chaz, welcome. I did not know you were here. Hi, Chaz. I hope you're enjoying this. Lucy says, no, don't worry. I was um, I was aiming for the laugh. I thought so. I thought you you wrote it being funny. Okay, good. I'm glad. Glad I, I can, I'm reading your energy well because I knew you'd be able to hear me. Oh, awesome. <laughs> but sometimes being so present is so overwhelming. Like when you're not able to draw lines for yourself and just feeling everything around and in you only me. Yeah. That's kind of what I was getting at loose. That, that was my initial experience. Sometimes I, I think it might, it might be because we're maybe just younger. Honestly, uh, that could be the factor. Maybe you've just been practicing it longer and you're just a little bit more older and wiser so that maybe that's why it comes a bit easier to you. But certainly I, I can relate to that in the fact that the concept of it at, for a long time for me, it did overwhelm me when yes. I was when I was younger. Not so much anymore, um, but I mean, what overwhelms me is just wanting to be present all the time and not being able to control it, but <laughs> that's something that I have to just let go um, and just go with it. But yeah, that is something when I was younger, it used to trip me out a lot. Yeah. No, I think, uh, see, the way we have been taught in the childhood, in our schools, that you have to become somebody. Yeah. Become something. Yeah. That is driving many of these, you know. Thoughts. Thoughts. I see. That I have to become something, you know, I have to be, you know. I have... So I think that becoming is actually letting us, um, you know, letting us do things which are not helping us when you grow older, right? Because mm. they're all the time you're trying to become, you know, something else that you're not happy with what it is, you know? Mm. So that automatically puts her into a lot of stress and that's where the conflicts come in, right? So, right, that makes sense, yeah. yeah. All right, well, wonderful. I'm still a baby, me too, <laughs> she says. 
Alrighty, well, this has been wonderful. I have really enjoyed this. I'm so, so happy that we have started this little series. And um, just so you all know, like I said in the beginning, we are going to be back um, pretty much every Friday. We'll keep you posted, obviously, when the holidays start. Right. We'll probably, you know, reconvene in um, in the new year. But for now, we'll be back next week. Friday at nice. 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you like this video, feel free. I mean, it would be awesome if you could give it a thumbs up and subscribe for Good Vibes. And you can also um, go ahead and share it with a friend if you think someone might be interested in some of the things that we discussed today. That would be awesome. And any last words, Varun? <laughs> Just you know, uh, focus on breathing as number one. Okay. Uh, that's the most important thing, I feel. Uh, what makes life possible in the first place. Yeah. Let's start deep breathing from, and be aware of your breath all the time. And when you go out, when you have the opportunity, just go for a few deep breathing, deep breaths. You know? Okay, so that should be our biggest takeaway is, so. you know, as much as possible to really try to focus on yes. every day doing some deep breathing exercises. Absolutely. Bre I think breathing that that's more than a handful. Right. <laughs> yes, for sure. E says, hello, hello. And Lucy also says, I'm so excited for the rest of these of this series. I'll be here every freaking time. <laughs> That's awesome. I love your enthusiasm. And Ray says, thank you both for doing this. Oh, awesome. I'm so glad that you guys are enjoying it. That's so great. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. I hope you enjoyed part one of the seven essentials to transform your life. And if you like watching video versions, then of course you can head on over to youtube.com slash Melissa And that is where the video version will be posted. But stay tuned. We will be posting a new episode every Friday at 3 p.m. for the next, I guess, seven weeks. So if you liked this one and you want to hear the rest, oh, I am super excited to film the rest. And I mean, we've already done the second one, which was all about water optimum hydration was what it was called. And the third one we just filmed actually today called Cosmic Energy. And the video is live on YouTube as I speak. So um, <laughs> I'm going to be putting them out probably more gradually on audio version. But if you'd like to check out the video versions, they are already live. So anyways, thank you so much for listening. Sending you all so much love, so much light. And of course motivation to go and slay at your goals. Namaste.